Bickley and Murata. Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. A little late today. Let's get right to it. You know how it works. It's Social Studies. Indeed. Yeah. On Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Follow, hang out, participate. Please and thank you. Our first question for today. Uh, we got a first look at the Cardinals injury report yesterday for Sunday against Kansas City. Uh, J.J. Watt day-to-day with a calf strain. Rodney Hudson didn't practice with a rest day yesterday, but Tyler Drake says he is practicing today. Zach Ertz was limited yesterday, also with a calf issue. Calf for everybody. And then Marcus Golden is out at practice today. He uh, has been dubbed a game-time decision with a toe injury. So of those four guys, which player would be the biggest loss for the Cardinals if they are not available to play on Sunday? Again, Rodney Hudson, Marcus Golden, J.J. Watt, Zach Ertz. Oof. All big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd vote Hudson. I would put Sean Harlow as yeah. your starting center. Yeah, that's I think that's my I think that is my vote as well. Okay. I think without Rodney Hudson, the offensive line kind of falls apart. And without that, the offense falls apart, I think. I think they've got some depth, even though they won't might not get the splash plays that you would get otherwise with JJ Watt. Yeah. I, I think I think Vinny's right. I think Rodney Hudson's the answer. Yeah, that's what our listeners think too. Sixty-seven percent voted for Rodney Hudson. The biggest loss for the Cardinals if he is not available. Uh, it's a tie right now for second. Thirteen point one percent both voted for Marcus Golden and JJ Watt. Seven percent for Zach Ertz. Who would be your guys's second place pick after Rodney Hudson? The biggest loss for Sunday. Uh, it would be a toss-up for me between Marcus Golden and J.J. Watt. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Marcus Golden's going to play. I think the mm-hmm. fact that he's practicing today is a good sign of that. So I'm going to say yeah. J.J. Watt for second. Absolutely. All right, let's get to some of our listener responses. Tom Ham, hello, father-in-law. He says, Rodney Hudson approaches an elite center category. The entire offense goes between his legs, so to speak. His leadership of the offensive line is critical. Look at you. Why are you looking at me like Look that, Jared? you kissing up to your father Is that really your father-in-law? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, Jared, I at you. Jared kisses up to his four-year-old nephew. The turn of- <laughs> <laughs> Did he tweet us today? Yeah, I haven't seen anything from your, Bennett your nephew today. or, yeah, or no, Tom. No, the Bennett tweet us today. No, oh, he doesn't no, know his letters didn't. yet. He's, <laughs> he's working on it. Uh, this was not nice from Chris. JJ Watt never plays, so it's got to be Rodney Hudson. That's not true. Sometimes he plays. He played yeah, seven games last year. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next question. With the NFL season starting tonight with the Bills and the Rams in Los Angeles, that's a 520 kick. What's the biggest NFL storyline heading into the season? Doesn't have to be tied to the Cardinals. The, um, the, the shifting quarterbacks across the NFL. Big name, marquee quarterback switching teams. That's definitely a big one. But I think for me, it, it's about an individual player. The final year, which should be the final year of Tom Brady's of the football player, uh, we will not career, mm-hmm. uh, especially with some strife going into the season. 
We're going to make a movie about this season. <laughs> right. Maybe it's With all Tom contrived. Tom Brady starring as Tom Brady. Oh, gosh. Okay, Jesse Wayne Robles goes to the quarterbacks. He says all the new homes for quarterbacks and playing against their old teams. Russell Wilson against Seattle. Deshaun Watson against the Texans. And Baker Mayfield against the Browns. Yeah, no shortage of drama there. Uh, the local quarterback, Kyler Murray, Rachel H. says, I'm just ready to see the post-contract Kyler on the field. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield or Tua Tungavailoa, are they for real? That's what your stepdaddy is asking. <laughs> your stepdaddy. That's what, that's what it says. Uh, and then from Brandon Fontes, he says, for me, the biggest storyline is just how stacked the AFC is. It's going to be a war, literally. I hope not. No, no, not literally. Not literally won't be yeah, a war. Not literally. But yeah. we, got, we got tweets today from your father-in-law and your stepdaddy. And your stepdaddy. Yeah. Where's right. my son today? He's He hasn't oh, been participating yeah. recently. Where are you? What are you actually doing? Working at work? What a loser. Uh, fa- who do you learn that from? My favorite answer was from uh, Gray Corpse, who said, uh, how will some of these players perform knowing they have the student loan debt relief coming? Oh, <laughs> yes. more at ease. <laughs> With a weight off their shoulders. You think there was some sarcasm in that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You think? I always reward sarcasm. Uh, all right, let's get to our final question. Early on in the show, uh, we discussed Jerry Seinfeld and the issue he has with the New York Mets. He doesn't like this whole Timmy Trumpet, Edwin Diaz hype that has swept Mets Nation. Well, he uh, he, he hated it, the live performance. The live performance. Yeah. He said yes. it, it feels it felt too celebratory. Yes. As the Mets give up ground in the NL East. So what is the all-time worst example of a team, of a fan base, of a specific athlete celebrating too early or jinxing something? It's got to be uh, hair v tortoise, doesn't it? I mean, that <laughs> oh, hair, hair was very, very original. strong. Strong. Yeah. Did that come off the top of the brain, or did you prep on that one a little bit? That's good. That's really good. There's a favorite one that so many people mentioned that I'll leave to them, but uh, and it's of, of local note. Okay, but yeah, uh, um, like like the playoff tickets one. Or the Suns no. counting money one. No, the, I think he's talking about Arizona fans. Oh, we'll get to that. No, no. The, oh, the guy counting out the hundreds when Giannis was at the free yeah. throw line. Yeah, the, yeah, counting money. That yeah, guy. It's a good one. Has anybody no. heard from him since? Yeah, no. The uh, I I think um, the one that always sticks in my head. This is something noticed by the late great Pedro Gomez because um, we were covering the same game at Wrigley Field. This was the uh, Steve Bartman game mm. that in the seventh inning of that game or sixth inning of that game, they started selling National League pennant winning t-shirts oh, in Wrigley Field. No. Did all of those vendors have to go into hiding for the remainder of their lives too? Yeah. Or was it just the apartment? Good point. But uh-huh. it's like the, the Cubs did that. The Cubs poked that bear. Yeah. Like Vinny likes to say. They poked that cub. They poked that cub. <laughs> the cub. The cub. Um, there's, there's a lot of individual play ones. Like the Leon Lett play is just hilarious. That's the tortoise in the hair in NFL. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, it didn't affect the outcome of the game. It just affected the score, but yeah, that one's a good one. Mm -hmm. The counting money guy for the Suns was probably the most popular response. Anybody who drops a football before crossing the goal, remember remember that was a thing for five seasons in a row? Deshaun Jackson did it once every year. Like in college and Uh then two straight years in the pros. That happened. Yeah, it was so stupid. Um, The Cardinals promoting buy your playoff tickets now. Uh, last, that was just last season. Or two seasons ago? Oh, that's right. I don't remember. That's right. 
Yeah, but you're still, still messing with the still. sporting gods. Yes, man. you are. This is a good one from Derek that I had forgotten about the uh, Seahawks Packers overtime playoff game, where Matt Hasselbeck said, "We want the ball and we're going to score," and then they lost. Oh. And then that there's is true. The one Jarrett mentioned, uh, Dan wrote that one in as well. Arizona Wildcat fans storming the field early on, only to lose to Oregon. That, was that one that was game? a good one. I was going to say, were you at that game? I was. But, I was a student reporter on the field, and I was looking at everyone like, get the... <laughs> our, our buddy Anthony DeFalco brought up a better college football example. Ooh. The Stanford band on the field of course. against Cal. <laughs> What was like? I, what was the reason behind yeah, why that? Why were they? They just had the they had the timing wrong or something, no, or they? There was, I mean, there was only seconds left in the game. That's I, just reckless. Yeah, the Stanford band could be described as reckless. Yeah, their mascot. <laughs> it's chaotic. Oh, uh, this is a good general one, okay. and then we can wrap it up. Uh, Waldo Geraldo Faldo says, "Getting a tattoo of your team winning a championship oh. before it happens every single yeah, you year, see that. every single league." There's always something making a headline. So what? In the, the going back to what we talked about earlier, Pete Davidson got Kim Kardashian's yes. kids' initials tattooed I on himself. Know. Then they broke up like three weeks later. Yeah, but he also has like eight billion tattoos. He could say it's for something else. Yeah, <laughs> and you could probably use those letters more fit into something else. Yeah, <laughs> just an alphabet, whatever. He just got to find another uh, aging celebrity with kids of the same initials. How hard is that? How hard could that be? <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Thank That's you. social studies Thanks, every morning at 9 o'clock on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Coming up next, it is uh, back. Not the NFL season. Yes, that's back too. But can Dan Bickley <laughs> defend his Survivor Series title a from a year ago? Year. We'll take the first step on that journey next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Bickley and Murata mornings on 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. will survive. Oh, it's a good thing that we're doing this. That means football's back. We unveiled the Survivor Series last football season. What it is is basically, you know, the do-or-die pool. Now, you've all played it where you got to pick a team to win their game and the, during the weekend. If you do, you stay alive. Yeah. Uh, until the last person is standing. We've altered it for our purposes here. So we are on a point system. So in week one... Let's say Bick picks a team that wins. He gets one point. Two for a, a, a two-game streak, three, four, so, uh, and so on. Uh, the rules are the same. We can only pick each team once during the season. Now, everybody can pick that team, but it can be picked by the same person only once. Last year, we did this for the full 18-week season, and it was Dan Bickley winning with 36 points. Yeah. I got to put that thing in a headlock early and never let it go. I, well, I, well, Jared. I won the first seven weeks, remember? Yeah. Without losing. He and was the Arizona And then Cardinals. I lost like eight weeks in a row <laughs> without a point. Yeah, I was still good enough for second place. I finished third. Sarah was fourth. Damn. Um, so unlike Mock My World, which is also coming up, we will go in order of... Not reverse order, but order of... You, you should have the, the, the spoils of being oh, the right. champion. So uh, you will get you. the number Absolutely. one pick thank in week you. one. Uh, Jarrett will pick second. I'll go third. Sarah, four. So all nice. the games are on the board. Not against the spread. Just picking winners. Who do you like, Vic? All right. In week one, I am going to take the Broncos over the Seahawks. Your Super Bowl champion Broncos? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson isn't going to lose in Seattle. 
That was certainly one of the games I had on my list. Yeah. All right. I, I couldn't imagine him losing that game. No, and me neither. For every reason. Yeah. I know there's a lot of discussion about whether the fans should cheer him or not. If you guys were in that situation, would you cheer for him? Uh, I think for Russ before the game starts? Yeah, like what Vinny said, you, you, out of respect, you cheer for him when, before the game starts and that's it. And Maybe that's hold up a sign, boom. thanks Russ, right. and then he's the enemy. And then thanks the, for the, nothing. Then on the other side, thanks right. for nothing. Right. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> right. And then the other side, just maybe a drawing of a middle finger, then after after you hold up the thank you, Russ, you flip it over for the rest of the game. <laughs> You big that's phony. Right. <laughs> oh, that's All hilarious. right. So uh, Denver oh. to beat Seattle on Monday Night Football is Bick's pick for week one. Jared. All right. Some, of, pick. some of the semi-obvious ones, the obvious team is on the road, and I don't want to risk that week one. So I'm going with the Tennessee Titans at home versus the New York Giants, who I think is going to stink this year. Titans, Derrick Henry, fresh, you know, off of the offseason, healthy. I got the Titans to win that. All right, Titans over the uh, over the Giants. Yeah, I like your one. logic because a lot of the games that look like gimmies, the road team is favored. And in that in that situation in Week One, when you don't really know what you have. It's right. hard to pick a, a road team early. Yeah. So neither of you really believe in the Titans this year, though. I think they're going to be okay. They're both. They, they've been one of the best overall teams the last couple of years. They have, and they certainly have an identity that they rely on the running game, and I, I like their defense, although they had a big loss on their defense, but no A.J. Brown. Out. They got Robert Woods, though. Yeah, I mean, Robert Woods is not A.J. Brown, with all due respect. That's true. Um, and there's a lot, there's so many different ways you can go strategy-wise in week one of a survivor pool like this. Do you want to get the sure thing and pick a team that you believe is going to be a juggernaut just to get on the board? Use a map in your car. Jared. (laughs) Is that wrong? I mean, how how do you get around places when you uh, are lost? I just want to make sure you're set for the end of the show. So you can get home. I miss Jesse and Lauren. Oh! I'm going to hold you to that. Wow. I miss Lauren. Although, Jarrett, you missed it last week. There was one time where instead of shut up, Jarrett, when Jesse was we working. We dropped a shut up, Jesse. I know. Bick went, come back, Jarrett. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. That's right. One time, though. Uh, what was I? For? I was making a What were you doing? I was making a brilliant point before we got some rogue commercial for Lowe's or Home Depot or one of them. Um... Do you pick the obvious one, or do you try to get on the board, or do you go with a team that you, you, you use them early because you know they might not right. be that good? Right. I'm going that strategy. Uh, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins at home to beat the New England Patriots Ooh. in week Wow. Wow. Considering the travel schedule for the Patriots, the weather conditions, they're 2-7 and seven in their last nine games, and, oh, by the way, the Patriots aren't very good. Yeah, I think they're going to be one of the ultimate take-a-step-back teams this year. Mm-hmm. I could see them being below 500, the Patriots. Okay. All right. So you've got uh, you've got everything else available to you, Sarah. Yes. All right. I uh, 
did not put as much time into the strategy uh, thought process as you did this time around. Because I, I, I was spreadsheeting and all of that stuff last year. And, you know, it just didn't really pay off. So I'm just going to go with the Ravens over the Jets in New York. Maybe it's too early to be picking Baltimore, yeah, but pick. I'm going to no, do it. good pick. Uh, I know it's, you know, the quote-unquote Joe Flacco revenge game. Um, I don't think it's going to be enough. A lot of people think that Lamar Jackson is just going to absolutely go crazy this year. Yeah. And there's a like MVP-type year again. Maybe he'll get that paycheck. Right. Maybe. Maybe um, Yeah, so the picks are made. Picks got Denver. Jarrett went Tennessee over the Giants. I went Miami over New England. And Sarah went Baltimore over the Jets. I think we're going to be picking against the New York teams a lot this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, some of the games there. that we didn't pick. Yeah. New Orleans, Atlanta stood mm-hmm. out to me. Most people believe Atlanta's the worst team in the league. Yeah, but New Orleans, you, I don't know. I hard don't to trust them? Uh, a quarterback that turns the ball over as on the, ro- on the road, it's hard scores, to yeah. yeah. San Francisco on the road at Chicago. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other people that believe Chicago is the worst team in the league. Uh, Colts at the Texans. Colts at the Texans. But, uh, and Eagles at the Lions. Do you guys Eagles see this as a Matt Ryan? Some kneecaps. Do you see a Matt Ryan bounce back year with the Colts? Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to put up the numbers he put up in Atlanta, but I think he's going to be more competent at the position, and that's yeah. what they need. I think the Colts are going to be a really good team this year. Yep. All right, the picks are made. Good luck, everybody. Well, not everybody. <laughs> text your thoughts you. to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, a Thursday round of Mock My World here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back, everyone, to Bickley and Murata Mornings here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. It is 9.30, so we're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, to look at today's poll question. Uh, Gambo yesterday said on the Burns and Gambo show and then tweeted that he doesn't expect Mark Melanson or Ian Kennedy would get the ball in a save situation uh, against the Padres last night. They both have had rough times lately. Uh, So the question is, who should replace Ian Kennedy and Mark Melanson as the Diamondbacks closer? Three options. Joe Mantiply, Caleb Smith, or Reyes Maranta. Ugh. That's the fourth option. I don't feel feel great about Mantiply. Maranta's brand new. I guess by default, Caleb Smith. That's that's not good. By default. There should have been uh, there should have been a choice that was literally anybody else. Forty-one <laughs> percent uh, of our voters went with Joe Mantiply. Thirty-two percent voted for Caleb Smith. Twenty-seven percent for Reyes Maranta. So there is no consensus. Nobody believes there is actually a good next option. Just a quick NFL news: the Rams officially announced their extensions for Sean McVay and Les Snead through 2026, which, by my count, correct me if I'm wrong, is less of an extension than Cliff Kingsbury and Steve uh, Kime yeah. got. I think they're through 27, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. so. <laughs> wow. That's funny. We'll, we'll see what those people in L.A. are, are able to pull off. We'll Sean see if McVay they deserve a longer. coach of the Rams has never been below 500. Do you believe that? Ever? Ever. Wow. Bills win tonight. It's the first time. There's your Sanderson Ford poll question. Uh, you can vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Bickley and Murata. Mock my world. Are you mocking me? 
Are you mocking me? Stop it, you just didn't do it again. Are you mocking me? Last week we had a historic performance on Mock My World by one uh, Jesse Morrison who was in for <laughs> Jared Carlin. On the subject of all things number 10. Oh, was he brutal? He got 4.7% Oh, of the vote. no. Yeah, I think that's a record, is it not, Jared? Less than 5% was a record for a very long time. Yeah. I have to look at this year's results, but yes. Uh, on the uh, wow. on that subject, Dan Bickley <laughs> in the four slot won with 39.4% of the vote with his team of the Ten Commandments, the Gymnastics Perfect Ten, the NBA Hoop Height, and Ten Bowling Pins. He really capitalized on both the sports and religious factions of our audience. <laughs> Sunday activities. Bowling in church, you That's got right. it. Uh, Sarah right. finished second with 308 I got a third with 25%. Uh, in honor of this week's matchup between the Arizona Cardinals, who wear red, sometimes black, but mostly red, and the Kansas City Chiefs, who wear red, red is the title. Seeing red. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like it. Yes. Mm-hmm. All things red. Rise up, red. Sea. Things that are red. Red things. Uh, and so... Red thing. They don't have to be objects that are red, but anything again. Yeah, red with, yeah, with, yeah. A, with yes. the word red. Right. Yeah, word okay. red or red things. Correct. Are we going random dot org here. Jared? I did. It is Sarah Cazell with the first pick. Thunder Dan Bickley with the second pick. Vince Morata third, and myself fourth. All right. All right. Four rounds, snake style. You got the first pick, Sarah. All right. Tell me if this one is is too flexible, too bendy. Ron Burgundy <laughs> works. Clever. That's good. That Very works. good. I figure uh, Burgundy can be a red wine, then, no, you know. Right, no, you stay classy, works. San Diego. It's a shade of red. <laughs> it's right, a shade exactly. of red, yeah. It's a shade of red. Uh, Vinny already said what I was going to be my first pick, the Red Sea. Red. The Red Sea as in the, the the Red Sea that Moses parted or the Cardinals fan base? I would say both. Okay. <laughs> I'll just put Red just Sea. Just write Red Sea. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've done less research on this subject for Mock My World than any time in the history of Mock My wow. World. Wow. I'm ready. So, <laughs> I'm going to go with Candy Maldonado. <laughs> no, joking. that's a joke. That's a really old that's stupid an old, joke. Wow, that was an old <laughs> reference. Yeah. <laughs> I will go with a movie, uh, The Hunt for Red October. Mm. Oh. Jack uh, Ryan? Sean sure. Connery. Yes, I know, with the character. Oh, okay. All right, ready? I'm going with red meat. <laughs> What's better than a nice juicy steak? Mm. And red wine. Even though it's purple. It goes they to call your it head. red wine. Makes me forget that I <laughs> yes. still need you so. I call that the, the, <laughs> one, the gout one-two punch. <laughs> Oh, back to me already, huh? Yep. <laughs> back to the old Google machine. More dr- dramatic there. Mm. These are red things. All things red in honor of the Cardinals and the Chiefs playing each other. I'm going to go Prince, Little Red Corvette. Little Red oh. Corvette. Good song and a good so vehicle. <laughs> so uh, I am going to take the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ah, that was going to be my pick. The band or the vegetable? I would say both. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have eight members on his four-member yeah. team. That's very good. Yeah. That's fine. All right. I'm going to take a real-life person this time, Scarlett Johansson. Very good. That's a good pick. And I'm going Sarah to... Sarah actually did research on that. 
<laughs> she she was the first person that came to mind uh, when we determined the topic. Are you going to pick hockey player Pat Maroon? I was not oh, planning on it. <laughs> I was planning to take a most fabulous music venue that I attended for the first oh. time this summer, Red Rocks. Always oh. wanted to go. Have you ever been there, Dan? I have. It's incredible. It was. Oh. I could just get my band to play there once. I would just. <laughs> oh my I gosh! Would sell my guitar. Let's do it. Is that a threat? Let's make it happen. I think the listeners are going to do a GoFundMe for this now. (laughs) Well done, Ferret. All right, with my third pick, give me the Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. That's a good pick. Go, Dad. Uh, With my third pick, I'm going to go with something that everybody loves to drink out of at parties or maybe try to shoot ping pong balls in. I like it. The Red Solo Cup. Yes, that's so good. good. All right, I got two picks here. I'm going with the superior licorice, Red Vines. Correct. And beloved, handsome actor. It's distinguished. Spit it out, Jerry. Robert Redford. Robert Redford. How old is he now? Boy, I got his face looks like a catcher's mitt. So oh. he's got to be in his eighties. He's eighty-six. Wow. Oh, he just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to the catcher's <laughs> mitt. I'm gonna go with. Oh man, what am I gonna go with? I don't know. There's another candy that is very popular. Jerry. Cinnamon. I'm, I'm, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so unprepared. I'm going to go with uh, not just a red apple. Who doesn't a, want red a, apple. red apple. a red apple. A red apple. Apple a day. Jerry's probably had six of them this morning. <laughs> no, I had a pair this morning. I know, I know what it is. There are there red Back to you. Uh, I'm going to take Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, that's a good one. Again, the Ten Commandments last week. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? It's Christmas in the summer here. <laughs> that's right. You know what I heard about that uh, that character? What's that? He had a very shiny nose. <laughs> what? Yes, shiny and red. <laughs> Some powder on it. All right, my final pick, red things. Right, yes. we're back to me, yes? Yes, yeah. right. I'm taking red roses. There you go. Oh, romantic, beautiful, charming. Thank you. Yes. We missed Red Rover, Red Rover. Oh, now we're. Sarah, right over. I used to kill at that game. We missed I Red hated Bull. That game. Red, Red Bull, Bull and yes. Red Hot. Or Red, Red Velvet Hot. Cake, the Cincinnati Reds, Red Orback, the Red, Red Fox. Fox, Red Fox, Otis Redding. Is? Redfin. The Red Baron. You're yeah. looking for a house like I am. I really feel like yeah. I, uh, Conan O'Brien's <laughs> hair. Oh, I, I love Conan. I torpedoed my own chances by not thinking about this until yeah, 9 I, I don't yeah. need a human heart. <laughs> I missed that. Ginger Spice. That, She's a redhead. I don't know if I would have allowed the human heart. <laughs> what? How about cherry pie? <laughs> the Red Sox or the Cincinnati Reds? Yeah, oh, we missed a lot. Uh, Sarah's got Ron Burgundy, Scarlett Johansson, Red Rocks, and Red Roses. That's Big strong. Team. Dan's got the Red Sea, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Crimson Tide, and Rudolph the Red Nose Rain- Reindeer. I went with uh, the Hunt for Red October, Little Red Corvette, the Red Solo Cup, and a Red Apple. And Jarrett went with Red Meat, Red Wine, Red Vines, and Robert Redford. Boom! There's a night, my friend. Before you put your stomach, imagine that's a party for Jarrett. Yeah, that's a party. Oh, man. Red Velvet Cake. We forgot about that. Yeah, we'll get this up on Twitter. You guys don't like that, though. No. It's it's kind of overrated. I don't like the cream cheese frosting. too sweet. Yeah. Uh, We'll get this up on Twitter, epically underscore Murata. You determine the winner of Mock My World. Some final thoughts on this Thursday. Next...
Here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Bickley and Murata, Song of the Day. Sorry, I was jamming. Let me turn that down for you. Yeah, that's right. A <laughs> uh, very dark, brooding song from Chevelle. It's called The Red. So late! I have not heard this song in a long time. I've heard this song roughly two billion times yeah. in my life. <laughs> what, what era is this from? Mid-2000s. We thought we'd play along the uh, the red theme. Oh, yeah. It's just this is the first red song we both thought of, yet uh, neither one of us drafted it. Well, the first well, red song we thought of was I, Little Red I Corvette. I knew somebody was going to pick Little Red Corvette. Yeah. Did you? And I, you know, we actually plan ahead for Song of the Day. Sometimes. <laughs> Could have been Taylor Swift. Is Does she have a song called Red or just the album? I don't know. Oh, that's one of the more oh, famous albums. Oh, boy, you're asking the wrong. I don't want to know anything about Taylor Swift. Oh, oh wow. Come on. Uh, come on. What? Are you that? Nothing? I don't think Taylor Swift is making music for me. <laughs> Am I wrong? That's, that's, that's fair. All right. That's fair. Well, there you go. Uh, the Red by Chevelle. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. We've got another example of an NBA player who's upset at the ratings makers at 2K23. Former Kevin Durant teammate, Clay Thompson. What? Who has the second highest three-point shooting rating of anybody in the whole game behind only his teammate, Steph Curry, who got a 99. Clay wow. Thompson, 88, along with Kevin Durant, Luke Kennard, and Desmond Bain. But he didn't like being included with Desmond Bain and Luke Kennard. <laughs> uh, so he uh, screenshotted it and then uh, put, uh, and typed over it, put some respect on my name, you bums, at NBA 2K. Wow. I told you, these guys take this stuff very, very seriously. He's like the only young dude who uses the word bum. Do you he's, notice that? You're a he's, bum. He's not that young anymore. Is he over 30? <laughs> well, that's oh, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's 30, yeah. So also, speaking to Kevin Durant, he respond, got on another thing where he was responding to tweets. Brandon Tierney, you heard him, New York radio host. Yes. He had a, has a show with Tiki Barber. Yes, he does. So he tweeted, uh, Kevin Durant, whenever you grow tired of tweeting, hop on New York radio. I think true fans deserve some answers, being that, you know, the last few months have been interesting. Kevin Durant quote tweeted and just said, no. <laughs> hey, at least he responded. Yes, because we tried. We tweeted him, tried to get him on, but no. Um, I do have a sports radio story for you, but it's not great moments in any single market. Uh, did you see what Greg Gumbel said about the sports, uh, the the medium of sports talk radio? No, Greg Gumbel. Greg Gumbel. Uh, he did a podcast called "Tell Me a Story I Don't Know," but he went off on sports talk radio. He said, "Quote: I'm not a big fan of sports talk." radio because people who listen to sports talk radio strike me as being anxious to be told what to think 
I certainly don't need someone yelling at me, but I don't need anyone trying to tell me what I should think about this pitcher for the California Angels, whom I can watch for myself and make my own judgments. First, uh, Greg, uh, nobody's talking about that. Uh, B, they're not the California Angels anymore. Not for... Uh, he said there's apparently a huge audience for sports talk radio. If you're just tuning in to hear people argue and scream and shout, that's fine. That's so general. Like, yeah. Yeah. We don't argue and scream and shout that, on this show unless we're making fun of people. Radio. I think they literally just got a copy of like a 1991 Mike and the Mad Dog or something. <laughs> then the, the podcast host then said, but wait a minute, Greg Gumbel. You were the original morning man at WFAN Radio in New York when it launched. And he said, yeah, that's when I learned to hate it. I was their first morning man when they f- first began the station. They asked me if I wanted to do uh, morning radio, and I said, sure. It was something new and different that I thought I would try. After about three or four months into a three-year contract, I knew it wasn't for me. Huh. Our boy, uh, Tim Ring, absolutely skewered. <laughs> Greg Gumble on, on Twitter, yeah. Greg's such Let's a nice guy, too. He is. Uh, hey, he's 76 years old. Get Is he that lawn? old? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Old people have to get angry about stuff. <laughs> Uh, that is, that is their the, fist the rule. The yeah. Um, yeah. I had one other kind of a disgusting story for you today. All right. I'm listening. Uh, this is for yes, you those are. with... You uh, got Jared's attention. With disposable income. Mm-hmm. Did I lose you, Jared? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I dispose of it a lot. I really want unique sports memorabilia. Ty Cobb's false teeth are up for auction. It's a true story. Wow. SCP Auctions currently has Cobb's Chompers, top and bottom, on the block along with the original plaster denture holder and a brass opening device. This is according to TMZ Sports. After Cobb's death in 1961, the teeth were preserved. Ty's biographer Al Stump held the teeth for years before unloading them at Sotheby's in 1999. The current co-signer uh, who uh, has held the dentures for 22 years. Why would anybody? Uh, they, they're Al expecting Stump. to get over $10,000 for that. Was that the guy played by the great Robert Wool? It was. Not a great movie, though. Crazy movie. <laughs> I can't understand like this quest for this disgusting sports memorabilia. Yeah, that's that's. that's you want to see the prize? Do you remember of... when Luis Gonzalez's gum from Game 7 of the World Series? Well, that I can understand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They also pointed out a uh, tissue that was used by uh, Lionel Messi during his farewell press conference with Barcelona was up for bid. Barcelona? Uh, yeah, from, from 2021. A tissue? Crying tears? Bills or Rams tonight? Bills. The Bills. Rams. 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 Bills. All right, we're split right down the middle. We'll settle this like men tomorrow. That'll do Men it for or us. women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks to Derek Hall for joining us. Thanks to you for hanging out as well. We'll catch you tomorrow morning for our uh, first official NFL football, football Friday, Friday of the season. Wolf and Luke up next here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.